You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome back to a sad, lonely, quarantine episode of the You Can't Sit With Me podcast. Let me introduce you to a little new series that I'm starting on this show, which is called Quarantine Zilla. I don't even want to go into how fucking crazy this whole thing is making me. I am scared. I am worried. I am sad. I am lonely. I am PMSE. All of the above and more. This episode is going to be a listener questions and friends messages since I am now secluded from the world. I have been deported back to my home country. I just want to, you know, highlight a few things that have been bugging me about this whole quarantine, corona, COVID-19 situation. People having the urge to produce more content, you know, as if we didn't have enough amazing Netflix shows to binge and so many different seasons of Housewives to catch up on. Personally, I've started New Jersey and I can never look back. I'm going the classier route, which is less is more, lazier is more. And, you know, I have nothing to add to that. So many other things have been bugging me including something that my sister made me aware of, but I will share with you guys because this is a sharing podcast. Remember when people were recommending to not group ourselves with more than five people, whether it's friends or families, you know, for social distancing? I recently heard that some people had the nerve to ask the question, well, what happens if we have more than three kids and we're two parents? I have a solution for you, which is also a solution that my sister and I came up with together. Why don't you burn one of your kids and throw them out the window? Um, Solution number two for the fitness addict slash fanatics of social media. How about you don't need to fucking work out? Because if there is one time in your life where you're not going to be shamed for wanting to be a fucking bum, it's going to be now. Okay. In addition to the fitness classes that are making me feel unbelievably guilty, another thing has completely, completely just bugged me. Estheticians, hair technicians, where the fuck are my prepared color kits, brow tutorials, wax DIY recipe tutorials or whatever? Let's be honest here. What is the point in being fit and cut if you know, we're not going to even be able to see your muscles due to the amount of hair that is growing on your body. That's what I want to know. Also, I think that roots are more unacceptable than, you know, a jiggle. So personally, I think that you guys are doing it all wrong. And I am baffled by the selfishness because, you know, they have been extremely selfish with their skills and their resources. And I just do not stand for it. I feel like this is becoming more of a rant than an actual listener question episode. Also, I just want to say, don't you find it fucking weird that we're seeing all these celeb couples and their loving life and we're so happy. We're doing TikToks together. We're growing fonder of each other and quarantine together. And meanwhile, in the actual real world, all I hear about is how this quarantine is causing an increased divorce rate. You know, Derek Huff saying that being quarantined with his girlfriend has brought them so much closer together. Maybe that's because it's the most normal human contact that celebs get to experience. I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. 
This bugs me too. Also, I wish I had the time to speak about Hannah Brown and Tyler C, but I don't. But seriously though, can these guys look a little less happy about what's going on in the world? Maybe feel sorry for the parents trying to keep their jobs as well as homeschooling their kids, or maybe feel sorry for the kids that are not allowed to be in schools, deprived from any social interaction, which is kind of essential to their development. People are dying in hospitals as well, you know, needless to say. And I don't know, I guess when it comes to those two, ignorance is bliss. And it's really, really bugged me. By the way, if you're wanting to watch a new series on Netflix and not look at everyone's just extra content for you guys, I highly recommend Unorthodox on Netflix. Not going to go into details. I think you should watch it. And also, I really personally love this show because since watching it, I will no longer feel shame to introduce my parents to my future non-Jewish husband who's going to be chiseled, generous, tall, all the things I deserve. Okay, lovely. Thank you. I don't even know if this intro made any sense at all, but I think it's time to get into some listener questions because, um, you know, I probably already regret anything I've said at the beginning of this episode. But you know what I've come to realize? What happens in quarantine stays in fucking quarantine, including my pathetic, validation-seeking, social suicide, TikTok, dance videos. Yes, my loneliness has taken me to the darkest of places and I will never forgive myself for it. First up, let's see what we have. What are some good, easy, and inexpensive nighttime skincare masks to help me get through quarantine life? I appreciate a good skincare question because I have myself invested in so many more skincare products since, you know, I'm not going to be able to get a facial for a while. I would say that you can't really go wrong with a sheet mask from anywhere, really. They're just a great treatment. I would also, if you can, order myself a face steamer on Amazon. You can get one for as cheap as $20. And it just really clears your pores and it brings, you know, all the nasties to the outer layer of your skin, like your blackheads. And then you're going to be able to like pop them out. And it's just a really good tool. It's like having a little at-home facial. But personally, two products that have really changed my skin completely are more hydrating ones because I feel like during this quarantine, we're probably not hydrating as much as we used to because we're drinking a lot of wine. We're doing Zoom happy hours and all that stuff. And, you know, cheap I have like a more expensive option and I have a more cost-effective option. So my pricier option is the Glow Recipe Watermelon Glow Sleeping Mask. This one is $45, but it lasts for such a long time and it is so amazing. I see results the morning after when I wake up. I look, I don't know, three years younger. If you want something kind of similar that gives you that instant gratification, you can also go for the Origins Drink Up Intensive Overnight Mask. This one is $26. I've been using this mask since I was about 21 and I've never looked back. I still have it. I still use it. And it's absolutely amazing. Adjusting working from home is really strange. How do I find good, healthy snacks that are fun and keep me energized while I don't simultaneously give into like junk food anxiety eating because of the pandemic right now. Well, hello there, friends. If you know me, you know that I'm not a super healthy eater, okay? So, and also number two, little disclaimer, I have really weird food tastes. So, you know, something that I like to snack on is like salmon eggs and chicken bone broth and weird shit like that. So I don't know 
if I'm the person to recommend such things. But some of the things that I think are healthy and are quite nice are guacamole. So you just, you know, mush an avocado with some lemon and you basically wrap it in these little seaweed sheets, you know, the Japanese crispy ones. And then you add crushed red pepper. And that's actually a really nice snack. Also the chili mangoes from Trader Joe's because I like anything that has chili. And this is just a perfect mix of like sweet, but also spicy. I'm I'm the worst person for this because, because I fully embarked on a junk food, non-fit life. And honestly, if you can't do it during quarantine, when the fuck are you going to be able to do it again? Take this time to be your worst self because it's, it's the only time that it's actually going to be acceptable. That's what I think. Hey, Deanna, it's your favorite Australian. It's Carrie. So firstly, I wanted to say, how are you doing? Um, for us here in Australia, we only just got told of our stage one lockdown rules, which will be that um, restaurants, pubs, cinemas, gyms, churches, and places like that will all be closed as of midday tomorrow, which will be Monday for us. Um, so my CrossFit gym will be closed. So that's going to be a really big adjustment for me in my life. However, I know that there's a lot worse things happening right now. Um, but yeah, I think mainly talk about more reality shows. That would be awesome. That's what we need right now. We need a laugh. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you're doing well. I hope everyone else is doing really well and yeah, keep the podcast going 100% please. Bye. Carrie, my favorite fucking listener. Isn't she so epic? I can't believe I have a listener that's all the way in Australia. That's crazy to me. Carrie, I'm really sorry that you can't go to the gym. I understand that breaking your routine is very unsettling. But, you know, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Just fucking relax. You don't need to work out. Who's going to see you anyway? Nobody's going to see you. And I know that you guys want to stay in shape when we're all out of quarantine, but I think that everyone is going to come out of this looking like a fucking troll anyway. So you may as well enjoy it while it lasts. Make the most of it. Make lemonade. That's my advice for you. With you asking for me to talk about more reality TV shows, I've actually just watched the latest episode of Vanderpump Rules. And I have to say, I cannot it's it might be a very unpopular opinion but what have I got to lose at this point I'm literally secluded from the rest of the world who the fuck does Lala think she is you need to know your place like what bitch just because you gave someone a blowjob and you landed a married guy with a pj makes you think you're above everyone else no thank you I don't want to see that kind of stuff on my tv especially when I'm quarantined that's a no from me in the words of Simon Cowell thank you very much Carrie, I love you. Thank you so much for sending me your message. And I hope you're okay. Hope you're staying safe, healthy. I've seen that you've purchased some of your gym equipment, so I'm sure you'll be just fine. Hey, Diana. Everyone knows I'm obsessed with your podcasts and um, your Instagram. I love everything you do. But can you tell us about post-quarantine beauty trends and what you think is going to be um hot for the summer thank you well let me tell you what i think about this post quarantine so i'm no real trendsetter here so it's kind of hard for me to predict any kind of trends but what i do know is that before this quarantine people were obsessed with bushy brows you know the soap brows the messy brows and 
you know, after the PTSD of not having the option to get any of that shit groomed, bitch, these eyebrows are going to be anorexic thin as fuck. You know, I'm talking like 20 style, you know, when they had that round line above the eye and it's not very flattering, but I think that might be, you know, the effect of what this quarantine is going to have on people. Um, and don't even get me started on the breezy, you know, effortless, beachy, blonde balayage, you know, the highlights post-quarantine are going to be as close to your roots as possible. Let me tell you. And nails are going to be long. Nail art is going to come back. Fuck the nude nails. Everyone is going to be bored of the natural nails and everyone is going to want to go back to very, very done shit. I may be wrong. Maybe it's going to, you know, ground people and make them want to become natural all over again. But personally, and from experience, I have found that when you can't have something, you want it more. And this is what I predict is going to happen with beauty and fashion. Okay, let's uh, get to the next question. Oh, by the way, thank you so much for being obsessed with my podcast. I feel validated as fuck. You know, if I can't get validation from a great fucking brow, Thank you so much for bringing it to me in the form of a podcast message. I appreciate. Don't worry, girl. You got this. Only 2,000 more days to go. You are like Tom Hanks in the castaway. Tally those days on a coconut shell, girl. And then bring that coconut back to me so we can make some coconut juice. Okay, so I know that when I originally posted a send me a message for my podcast, I created it in the form of a cry for help because I was lonely as fuck and I really needed that human interaction no matter in what form it came in. You know, I was down for just the digital podcast message, but who the fuck is this psychopath? Are you okay? I'm worried about you. Email me. I will, because of this message, take part in the do your part challenge and help your ass. You sound like you need it. Oh, and maybe drink some Red Bull or something instead of coconut juice. Hi, I miss you. I hope that you're doing okay over there and happy to be with your family and that everybody is healthy. I cannot wait until you come back or maybe you just stay there and I'll come visit you depending on which place is safer first. But I think we should start making a list of all the things we want to do once this is over so we can get back to having fun. Thankfully, we finished the entire boring season of The Bachelor together, so we saw so much of each other every week and got our fill before this all happened. Love you. Miss you. Send Luna our love from me and Mochi. Bye. Jen, Jen the Jew, Jennifer Golden from the It's Complicated podcast. I love you so much and I miss you too. And I hate being that person, but I really am going crazy. So forgive me for being lovey-dovey and cheesy for a second. I have to say, though, I love the idea of a list, but I have legitimately lost all faith in anything. And it's got to the point where I would rather watch random ass Insta models fake jump into Peter's fucking arms for six more seasons rather than be dealing with this shit right now. That's all I'm going to say about this. That said, I am looking forward to seeing you and I'm so excited for us to be reunited again. Jen is one of my friends. She's fucking funny. Go follow her. Hi, Deanna. It's Scout. I miss you. Why'd you go all the way to Europe? Not that I could see you now anyways, but um, I don't really have a question for you other than when you're coming home. And I, this is kind of fun. So I wanted to send a message and say hi, and maybe we can do a virtual happy hour. Do you want to do that? Do you want to hop on 
WhatsApp, FaceTime, whatever, and we can have a glass of wine together. Uh, send me a message. I think you're only on WhatsApp. But I love you. And say hi to Luna. And I hope you're holding up. My lovely Scout from OKC's podcast. I was so surprised to get this message. I'm, I miss you so much too, Scout. Thank the fuck God. I am so down for a virtual happy hour. Also, just quick, this reminded me of something I really wanted to tell you. This is how I feel about virtual meetings at this point. It's really opened my eyes on a few things. Next time a motherfucker asks me out for a coffee, when the world gets back to normal, obviously, bitch, I'm making this asshole meet me over Zoom, okay? Because... Your coffee isn't good enough. You want to ask me for advice? You want to get something out of me? You're going to do it in front of a webcam and I'm going to see what you have to bring to the table. I can now make my own latte myself. Thank you very much. That said, Scout, this was not meant for you. I adore you and I'm so happy that you left me a message and I'm so excited to see you. Go listen to OK Sis, the podcast. I think I'm in a couple of episodes as well. Also, can I just say that I went on a rant the other day on an Instagram story because I am so disgusted by the people that are still crowding the beaches, bike riding as though this is not an issue or a world pandemic, and living their best lives while I'm stuck at home being safer at home so that we slow this damn thing down and flatten the curve, but yet they're out frolicking about. So I have to sacrifice my fun for them to have fun, and I might as well go out too, or maybe they're going to die first and then I can come out again. Or maybe I'll die, but the plan is to haunt them for all of eternity because they made my life hell. Just thought you should know that's how I really feel. Jen the Jew strikes again and I'm so glad that she did because besides me in this episode, I wasn't sure that anyone else was going to have a rant about something. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. I agree with you because yes, I'm quarantined for you, for your ignorant... Dumb, partying ass. Goodbye. I love you, Jen. Thanks for a very insightful and compelling message. Let's see what else we got. I only selected a few because I have so many people who sent me messages. JK, I asked my friends to send me messages because, as I said, this was a situation of despair and my loneliness was killing me. Okay, Diana, my question is... If you could only watch one reality TV show for the rest of your life, what would it be? My real takeaway from this quarantine situation is that if a show is really going to catch my attention, especially now, it has to be so fucking good that I honestly don't feel like I can give you an answer to this question because recently all the reality shows I've been watching have been rubbish. Okay, it would have been Vanderpump Rules back in the day, but this season sucks so far. So sorry, I watch it because, you know, I'm too invested now to give up on it. I've really been enjoying Summer House, but I don't know if it's the only reality show I would want to watch. Actually, probably The Bachelor because I'm super invested as of, you know, I've been super invested this season, but they would really have to switch things up because things were getting a little repetitive and I've only been watching for two seasons and things were getting a little scripted and a little boring and I'm actually going crazy talking about it but I don't know I don't even know what I'm saying anymore it's two in the morning and I should not be podcasting at this time but I'm trying to make my deadline because I am efficient it's Rachel I just want to say I love you and I miss you and I didn't even know you were escaping from me not that we could hang out anyways 
but I'm so happy to see that you are keeping your Hailey Bieber style in check while you are quarantined and come back to us soon. I love you. I love you. Bye. Rachel O'Brien from Be Here For A While. This girl always puts me in the best of moods. I don't know how to explain it. She's a fucking angel. Rachel, I miss you and I love you so much. And thank you for giving me all the validation I needed in this message. The Haley to your Justin Bieber is in full separation anxiety. And I hope to see you ASAP. Send Greg my love. Bye. Hi, Deanna. This is Emily. I have three questions for you today. First, are there any top Swiss beauty secrets that LA people don't know about? Two, what are your favorite self-care or workout apps? Is there one specific one you like to use today? Three, what's your favorite and least favorite fashion trend at the moment? Thanks. Love your podcast. Excited to hear what you think. Emily M. Shem, how are you doing? Thank you for sending this message. I love really good questions. I feel like you've asked me really good questions. So number one question, something that people are doing in Switzerland that I feel isn't as big in America, even though it does exist, is lymphatic drainage, but for the body. So a lot of people in America do lymphatic drainage on the face. You may have been seeing that I went to face gym and a lot of, you know, facialists do it, but in Switzerland, a lot of people actually do it to their full body. So what it is, it it comes in the form of a massage and they really kind of squeeze all these, you know, cellulite, part, like fat particles and they kind of move them around and they it basically just breaks down the fat. And then after your session, you drink a shit ton of water and it just basically makes you lose. I, I'm not going to say a ton of weight because it's not something that makes you look skinnier, but makes you smaller. I don't know how to explain it. It gets rid of that excess bit of jiggle that you have and it's really good and you feel a a whole lot lighter at the end. And I feel like that's not something that people do a lot in the US, but a lot of people do in Switzerland. With regards to self-care and working out, we all know that this is not my forte. I've really let myself go this quarantine. I think I've worked out a total of one time. Um, the workout that I did is actually the online classes at Carrie's Pilates, because as you guys all know, Carrie's is the only workout I've ever used to do when I could actually interact with people. I went once a week with Erica and my favorite instructor there, Charity, um, you know, gives this class online. I tried it and it was really rough. I couldn't feel my legs. I also might start doing P-Volve again when I've decided that I'm so disgusting that I actually need to do something because I think that day is going to come very soon despite me shaming all these people working out from home if I am going to do any workout at home it's going to be Carrie's online classes with charity and then a couple of Pvolve classes because they're short they're easy um you kind of buy a little bit of equipment it's very inexpensive and very easy to use and it's the only thing that I'm going to do if I'm in need of a little bit of extra movement Question number three, a trend that I absolutely love at the minute is oversized everything. So I used to be the person who would, you know, balance it out. If I had really baggy jeans, I would wear a very tight crop top and vice versa. But now I'm just really into the whole slob life and I love wearing everything oversized. So I like an oversized, you know, 
top or sweater with oversized jeans, oversized jacket, oversized everything. And then you can accessorize them girly with, you know, a little pair of cute small heel sandals and earrings and a cute bag. But I really like the oversized trend, especially because I am not working out. So it's great for me. And a trend that I absolutely hate. That's actually kind of a hard question because I'm not. Ugh, I Okay, so I... I am into the shorter hair trend. I've personally cut my hair shorter, which I think is something I would have never done. But I'm really disliking the super short bob. I don't think it is flattering on most people. I don't think it's flattering on all the people that get it. I think that most people should probably refrain from doing it because they do not have the bone structure for it. And I'm sorry for shaming people's bone structures. But you know what? I'm one of you. I'm one of you people who does not have the bone structure for a super, super short bob. So you know what? Maybe go a little lighter on the cutting. And that's what I have to say. And this is actually the end of my friend slash listener messages. I'm not going to make the episode that much longer because as I said, less is more and less is classier. And I would like to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's Quarantinezilla. I have thoroughly enjoyed sharing my thoughts with you guys and I hope you will tune in next week. I have a very exciting guest from a show that you have all loved and I think you're going to fucking love it. Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say It With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful thing you can do for this show. And of course, because I'm such a nice person, if you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll be sending you some goodies in the mail. If you want to engage in the conversation yourself, you're also welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Say It With Me. Don't forget to look for it. And if you would like to support the show further, you can also join my Patreon for some super Super, super exclusive content that you cannot find on the main podcast. Hope you enjoy this episode.